Did you see Steven Crowder last night? I saw the the documentary thing he did about yeah. about what he's been going through the last couple of months, um, and that was really really interesting. I mean, it seemed it seemed like it was you. It was like your story. It's exactly my story. Yeah. I mean, they told him, you know, you've got a year, and you've got to take it off, otherwise you're you're not going to recover. And yeah, I mean, it's the, it's the same thing, and I think for the same reasons. Um, but uh, I'll have to tell I'll have to tell him about Relief Factor. Yeah, uh, I don't know. Did he say there was a lot of pain involved with what he's going through? I think I, I yeah I think he did. Um, anyway, one of the things I found to, that gives me relief is relief factor. If you are in um, if you're in pain, you don't have to be. Try relief factor. I started taking it a year ago Christmas. I take it every day, three times a day, and it's all natural and it makes me feel much much better. Try the three-week quick start. 70% of the people who try it go back to order more month after month, like me. 800-583-84. It's relieffactor.com. The fusion of entertainment and enlightenment. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Well, Twitter stopped convulsing long enough yesterday to adjust their, their Trump outrage from hamburgers to former strippers. Yes, with the help of a news media desperate to outwit Donald Trump, the outrage machine tossed their fury about Donald Trump serving Wendy's and McDonald's and, and pizza at the White House. They got rid of that. They, they thought they had him on that one, but now they really do. In just a few minutes, in that space, it was filled by the incoherent ramblings of someone whose claim to fame is that she wraps shallow, outlandish things and rarely wears actual clothing. Yes, if you just woke up from a coma, none of this is going to make sense to you. You're going to say, Doctor, can you please put me back down? I explain as we begin the show in 60 seconds. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Hey, thinking about moving to another planet me too <laughs> and if you need to sell your house may i recommend real estate agents i trust.com the best alien realtors are on real estate agents i trust.com we can sell your house i don't know about if we can help you you know buy a house on mars but hey that's where elon musk comes in <laughs> uh did john from uh michigan wrote in a little over a year ago we made a long distance move from north carolina to michigan your agent from realestateagentsitrust.com, his name is Joe, he is exactly as you described in your commercials. He spent several days driving us to look at houses. He even ended up crawling through the window of one of the houses when the lockbox wouldn't open. He, Yes, he did have the seller's permission. We ended up buying that house. He also sold our home so fast that we weren't even prepared but as is the course of many things, there were glitches along the way with the sale. As frustrating as it got, he walked us through each issue and took care of everything. A couple of issues, even as they came to our attention right at the very end, he took care of it. His professional, friendly outlook is what every realtor should strive to have. Thank you again, Glenn, and may God bless all that you do. Realestateagentsitrust.com. You want to sell your home fast and for the most amount of money, and you want to work with somebody who's who's like you, has the same set of values, and just wants a square deal, and just doesn't want a lot of games? 
realestateagentsitrust.com realestateagentsitrust.com Okay, there's some important news breaking about uh, Donald Trump. We'll get to here in just a second. Uh, We do not have a lot to say about it. And that is the most important thing we could say about it. And I want to explain why that should be your attitude today. All right. First, let me tell you about, I mean, some really, really important stuff. I mean, there's a, you know, the government shutdown. Oh, my gosh. What's going to happen with Nancy Pelosi? Which, by the way, do we have that letter to Nancy Pelosi from Donald Trump? Because I need to read it on the air in case you've missed it. (laughs) Because it is... Oh, happy days are here again. It's it's what we were all promised when we were when we when we said to each other, I don't know about policy, but it'll be fun. The fun is just getting started uh, with his letter to uh, Nancy Pelosi. Okay, so we have the horrible government shutdown. We have the um, the Mueller probe or the Mueller probe. we have all kinds of stuff. What we need is a really big cultural icon to come in and tell us what we need to do and think about all of these things. And when I say, I mean, really big cultural icon, I mean, that's got to be like, what, the Pope? No. Uh, uh, Noam Chomsky. No, no, no. Chomsky. How about Beto? Maybe he could be the doctor's No. It's not even that. No? No. We don't even have a convict. Lower. Think lower. What we have for you is a former stripper who's now a rapper who raps things. Uh, as the queen of rap, uh, who raps things that I, I, I usually fourth grade level understanding of the world. OK, that's our cultural icon that is now uh, rhyming her way into our world to tell us what we should do mm. about uh, about uh, the world and politics. I wish there was a way we could just preemptively assign our votes to them. Like, if we could just, if there was a program, maybe the government could run, they'd have a list of celebrities, and then you just turn your vote over to the celebrity, and they'd multiply the celebrity's vote by whatever, however many were turned into them. It would save us so much time. We wouldn't have to listen to this news. Just let them vote for us. Well, I mean, I like that, but I have to see a picture, too, because I have to see the green eye shadow. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I have to see that. I have to see the lovely nails. Uh, that are being done because then I then I can trust that they know what's going on geopolitically. That, you know? It's usually the nails that put me over the edge. As well. Is it mm-hmm. really? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, anyway, for some reason, television last night it was like a Cardi B swarm, uh, and uh, and we had this great finger snapping mm-hmm, routine that was. I'm glad you acted it out. That thank made, that you made it very much. Did mm-hmm. it make you comfortable? Oh, very comfortable. Yes. Okay, it makes my kids comfortable. They like it. Oh my gosh, they love it. For some reason or another, when I describe it as a punishment that if you don't do as you're supposed to, Dad's going to take you uh, to school, and I'm going to just 
mm-hmm, stand out in front and just kind of do some dad dancing. Show a little sass. Yes, mm-hmm. exactly. Yeah. Show uh-huh. a little sass. Mm-hmm. Anyway, uh, so the uh, political equivalent of a broken toilet plunger uh, last night uh, expressed a, a widely uh, held that you don't ever see on TV or from, uh, you know, from somebody in uh, liberal Hollywood or entertainment, uh, an anti-President Trump uh, point of view. You're kidding me. No, no. I didn't think they existed. They found someone who doesn't like Donald Trump. Yeah. As, that's Cardi a celebrity. B. Oh, Cardi B. Cardi B. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So uh, she uh, she called half the country racist. Uh, which again, I haven't heard that. Um, and uh, and then she just took her courage and said, "I'm going to take it to, I'm, I'm going to take it right to the people. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna tweet the, tweet this. I'm gonna Facebook this. I'm, and I hope somebody in the mainstream media has the courage to play it over and over again. And uh, boy, who would have seen it coming? They did. You're kidding me. No, they did it. Really, they did it. They did it. They, they, they. Cardi B. She laid it all out. She was like, "Look, this is what's happening with mm-hmm. the government right now, right? And this is what's happening with the racist people in America, and they don't care about all of these poor workers that have jobs with the government. And mm-hmm, it's mm-hmm. got to stop." Mm. That was your sass again. Uh, well, yeah, mm-hmm. I can't do the Cardi B sass, but she was sassy and very profane. Yes, that's kind of her. Yeah. That's kind of her shtick. Is, yes, it, it is. is it? Yeah, it is. Uh, yeah. It is. Well, usually you don't get that from your finer strippers. <laughs> you know, I. That's a good point. Yeah, I, I. It's interesting that it seems like, and, and this is just a mm-hmm. an observation. I don't mm-hmm. have. I will say I do not have uh, the academic uh, full study to back this, but it's yes. just an observation. Okay. Um, I've noticed that when uh, a stripper is able to achieve um, uh, a different, you know, like enter into another career like this in this case rap like right? uh, um but it could like, be anything like rapping while rhyming i mean sorry like rhyming while stripping right okay when they find a different career something as diverse and disparate as those two careers <laughs> right they you go do- from stripping <laughs> right to just rhyming naked and well and also leaving like one one thousandth of the normal clothing that people wear on so you're still Correct. minorly clothed you're right uh at but that's some totally level. different than stripping totally different than stripping mm-hmm. yeah so i guess my point is that i think it's interesting that when you are a stripper and then you change careers rarely do you go back to stripping there's not really a lot of people who who go back and say you know i, I kind of like this one better most people <laughs> decide that you know i'm gonna stick with this new thing that i'm doing um, and Cardi- so what is your what is your point here? Then, mm-hmm. what is my point? I just, as yeah. I just said, it was an observational study. There's not a point. That's not what you do with an observational study. I'm well, pointing out I an mean, observation. It seems like the people who go and they they choose this one career path uh-huh. and then get another option choose typically the second option in most cases. Huh. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. I don't know why. I I can't think of a reason why. We all know. Are you discrediting that's a wonderful career? Are you trying to discredit the the art of stripping? Why would you even say that? I just said this is science, man. 
This is no, you science. said this was an observation. It's an observational study. That's how science starts. You start with well, an observational study. You start escalating it up no, to, you, to double blind and 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 to meta analysis, and you do you go the whole through, through the whole process. No, science doesn't start with science doesn't start with facts. It starts, it starts with, with somebody saying yes. A thesis. A thesis. Somebody, I saw another bunny head mm-hmm. on that bunny. That bunny will have uh, the ability to look behind and front. Well, that's not science, man. That is just that's you know what that is. What's that? Bunny racism. And I'm hearing, I'm hearing stripper racism uh, from you. That's what I'm hearing. I'm hearing you don't like strippers. You somehow or another are trying to discredit Cardi B. Is it because she's black or is it because she's a stripper? Which one is it? It's neither Racist. one of those. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm just, I'm just like listening to her analysis and uh-huh. thinking perhaps it's not astute. Perhaps it's not astute. Though she says so many words so quickly, I can't really tell. Maybe it is. An incredible point. Maybe she's unearthing a major investigation against Donald Trump. Say it this way. Mm -hmm. Say it this way. Maybe you'll convince more people. Um, Maybe she's uh, unearthed a a major investigation. Was that the sass again? Yeah, this is the little... A dash of sass. Yeah, you just... If you snap your fingers, like, well, you know what? President Trump is President Trump. And then you seem to be shaking your head a little bit. Just a little bit. Just a little mm-hmm. bit. You know, as you say, you say things and then you. Mm-hmm. And it, okay. I, you know what? That bunny can look both behind and in front. Mm-hmm. And now it's true. Uh, OK, I, I'm, I'm going to work on that one. OK, but I'm going to work on it in private. I'm not going to work on it on a national television and radio show. That's one place I'm not going to work on that one. Are you saying... I'm saying... You know what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> now we've got it on chil- camera. One of my children may have misbehaved last night. Uh, and I'm going to name that child <laughs> and claim that child mm-hmm, very soon. Uh, okay. Uh, our sponsor is X-Chair. Sitting in these, uh, sitting in these X-Chairs, most comfortable chair... Uh, that I have uh, that I have ever owned. Would you think it's the most comfortable way to be sassy? Like when you're doing is it because you may I just say mm-hmm. X chair basic. Mm-hmm. Okay, now I understand. Okay, yeah, right. X chair basic. Mm-hmm. That's their uh-huh. new slogan. Right. They can have that it one. It says free. it all. <laughs> now I want you. To, I want you to know that I'm not a stripper, but I am wearing very little right now. Uh huh. X chair. Call them now if you would. Like if, for instance, if you're retching right now, <laughs> you might your back's going to be very sore, very sore after all that retching. That's true. So you're going to need that support of an X chair. Uh, X chair and the X chair basic, very affordable, best chair. X chair. Go to xchairbeck.com. Get a free foot rest uh, by using the promo code Beck. Free foot rest. X chairbeck.com or call 844-4X-CHAIR. Mm-hmm. We break now for 10 seconds. Station ID. <laughs> Low cut and lacy. <laughs> Hello, Stu. How are you? Uh, very well, Glenn. How are okay. you? Good. Uh, you want you want uh, some fun news that we covered late yesterday afternoon that came out on Donald Trump, or should we deal with the the scandal? 
Oh, if you're talking about the letter, I want the letter first. Okay, good. Mm-hmm. All right, this is this is the fun we were all promised. <laughs> uh, you know, we were all we were all told that if uh, if Donald Trump was elected, it would be fun. Okay, not a lot of days have been fun. Yesterday was fun. Okay, so Nancy Pelosi and I beg her, please, please, Nancy, you will hurt every conservative. You will. <sighs> You will crush the GOP if you don't let the president give the sacred State of the Union address. Please, it will hurt us so much. Please don't do it. It'd be the worst thing ever. Well, not the worst thing ever. I don't even want to say this, but I know you're not listening, so I can say it just between us conservatives. Please, the only thing worse than that would be cutting like 40% of the budget. Oh, Oh, my gosh, that would be horrible. Please don't do that. (laughs) Anyway, so they got into this rock-throwing contest where she was throwing rocks at the president. Unfortunately, uh, she's like got little pebbles. Um, he took a giant rock and dropped it on her head yesterday. Um, he responded to Nancy Pelosi's threat. Um, and now what's sad, and I do mean sad, is that she had already, she was ready to go. She was at the airport and he gets this letter from Donald Trump. Dear Madam Speaker. So respectful. Right, mm-hmm. right. Dear Madam Speaker, due to the shutdown, I'm sorry to inform you that your trip to Brussels, Egypt, and Afghanistan has to be postponed. We will reschedule this seven-day excursion (laughs) when the the shutdown is over. Uh, In light of the 800,000 great American workers not receiving pay, I'm sure you would agree that postponing this public relations event is totally appropriate. I also feel that during this period, it would be better if you were in Washington negotiating with me and joining the strong border security movement to end this shutdown. Obviously, if you'd like to make your journey by flying commercial, (laughs) <laughs> that would certainly be your prerogative. A lot of commercial flights into Afghanistan oh, these days. Easy the to get. No yeah, problem. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, air hijab is great mm-hmm. this time of mm-hmm. year. Um, I look forward to seeing you very soon and even more forward to watching our open and dangerous southern border finally receive the attention, funding, and security it so desperately deserves. Sincerely, President Donald Trump. Wow. That is just. I love that. So fun. I love that. Because this is, you know, they're playing games with this, obviously, and and they want to cancel the State of the Union, which, again, make it a letter. That's what it used to be. It would be great if they brought it back to a letter. Uh, And I I wish, I hope they do that. Keep punishing us, Nancy, because your punishments are so, so brutal. You mean we don't have to sit through the time where Donald Trump walks through and shakes everybody's hands and then he goes and does his speech. And this is every president forever, as long as we can live, as long as I've lived, where they come in and then they do the speech and then half of them stand up. And then like everyone at the end of the day counts how many seconds people applaud for certain things and then no it's always a surprise i don't know what they're going to applaud at lower taxes which side's going to stand and which isn't i don't know it's a flip of a coin crazy it's so ridiculous and then they walk out and all the people who spend all year saying what they want to do is impeach donald trump will fight to get to the front of the line to shake his hand and take a selfie with him first it's a disgrace. The whole thing's a disgrace. It should have been gone a long time ago. Please, Nancy, punish us. Take it away. 
it's the close the closest that we get to being english and parliament yeah it's, that a, we do. it's pomp and circumstance right yeah but it's also just stupid it's all whoa yeah you know do we have the audio from order order the brexit thing from the other day when they voted for brexit listen to this it's crazy this is parliament yeah this it's, it's funny because they, this is the reverse of american society where typically right like american society is seen as this boorish bunch of guys and there's like burping and your guts hanging out but then in in the you know for the state of the union when uh joe wilson says you lie he gets <gasps> like sanctioned by congress oh my gosh. right yeah here is, it's the exact opposite. Every British person's supposed to be so uh, uppity and, and uh, uh, hoity-toity. And yet, when they go to cu- the, their parliament, they're all just screaming at each other all the time. <laughs> Listen to this. I love this. Order! <laughs> Order! Order! I'd just like more, please. Order! Order! The eyes to the right, 202. Ooh. The nose to the left, 432. Wow. <laughs> the eyes to the right, 202. The nose to the left, 432. So the nose have it. The nose have it. Unlock! <laughs> Unlock! It's like they're run by pirates. <laughs> you know what like? It sounds like the guy is a pirate. Order! All right! Oh, get all the wenches on board. <laughs> I love that guy. I want to just hire him. I want him here doing, I want him in charge of all of our politics. Would it be great in the State of the Union as there, as one side is standing up to cheer and the other side is booing? That guy could just stand up and go, order, order, before I lock you all down in the brig. Walk the plank. I think you just go for it. I love that. That I is, love that. That's solid. I don't even know what they're talking about. I like uh, C-SPAN. You want to give a gift to the American people? Carry Parliament. Forget about Congress. Carry Parliament. It makes, it's much more fun. It's much more fun. It makes you feel a little bit better about about the world. You know that there's just British people screaming at each other. I like, love it. Yeah, you know, our politics are, are broken. Well, I mean, yeah, well, yeah. we could be them. Could be that. I mean, and then <laughs> then they start to start taking like Hong Kong and Singapore, where they're like beating the crap out of each other uh, at the at the meetings. That gets really fun. Then you got. I mean, that's when we we always bring up the what was it Charles Sumner from back in the day when they yeah. actually used to beat each other up on the floor of the Senate and no one well, would even no. say anything. <laughs> no, no, they didn't used to. It was that one time. Well, it was a it, it was a bad beating. Nobody said anything though. No, it you, wasn't even. No, 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 no. They did not only not say something. They took the broken cane that one of the congressmen, the Democrat, beat the other guy almost <laughs> to death. They took the cane and made it into little necklaces for everybody to wear. It was crazy. Order! All right, you can continue to beat him because that scallywag deserves it. I'm going to pop my eye in and screw on my leg and hobble over and open the doors. Unlock the doors! You're listening to Glenn Beck. All right, Field of Greens. Field of Greens is my friend. You know who's not my friend? My wife. My wife uh, made me drink a glass of celery juice today. A oh. full glass of celery juice. Mm. Now, you might like celery, 
Yeah, many, um, so many, so many do. And celery is like celery is one of those things that you're like, wait a minute, it has no calories in it, and it takes more energy to eat it because it's crunchy and you're chewing it. Why would I drink it? Now fair, I don't. Fair, why would fair I point. Drink this mm-hmm. anyway. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't have to drink the damn celery juice. I can put, I can, I could take a beer and <laughs> put a spoonful of field of greens in it. And I get all of the fruits and vegetables that I need. This is real superfood, not supplements. Order, order now and get 15% off at BrickHouseGlen.com. Don't ever eat a salad again. BrickHouseGlen.com. Steven Crowder debuted last night, Louder with Crowder. Wow, lots to say. Yeah, check it out. BlazeTV.com slash Beck. You can watch on demand. Can I talk to you a little bit about the shutdown? And let's bring Pat Gray from Pat Gray Unleashed in. Uh, you know, this shutdown thing really, it bothers me in a different way than it bothers, I think, most people. I don't really give a flying crap. I really don't. I mean, I do in case there's an emergency. I do care about our military. I have I have uh, sympathy for people who live paycheck to paycheck. However, it's not like, oh, you work for Glenn Beck and he laid you off and uh, he says he's going to bring you back in a month or two. Yeah, well, we're not sure. It's not that. It's the federal government. You go into any bank and say, look, I don't have a paycheck coming in. I work for the federal government. As you know, there's a shutdown. I need a short-term loan. I'll sign any document that you want that says I'll turn my paycheck over to you for whatever it is that I owe you. But I need a revolving loan here. They would. The chances are very high that you're going to have no problem. Yeah, so high. Mm-hmm. In fact, they actually passed a law guaranteeing they will get paid when they return. Right. So, so, the, so the bank knows. It's not like you've lost your job or you've been laid off. It's the federal government. You know Mm -hmm. that paycheck is coming. The banks know that paycheck is coming. So I've put very little stock into that other than the human emotional tax that it might take for those people who have to go through that. But you're getting a month's vacation. Let me just put it this. Let me put it this way. Beside the military and the security uh, things, and that's for floods or disasters or anything like that. Other than that, if Coca-Cola would shut down bottling and shipping for as long as this government has been closed, more people would be upset and (laughs) more people would say, my life is being negatively impacted and settle this damn whatever it is, (laughs) Coca-Cola, because I want my Coca-Cola. What if it was the NFL and they weren't doing the playoffs? You remember the strike year, Pat, Uh, back in the 80s? Uh I mean, it was it panicked. I mean, it panicked everybody. So it shows it really goes to show America how stupid we all are to make everything about politics because Mm -hmm. they're gone and it doesn't affect 99% of us. It just doesn't affect us unless there's a real problem. And it's considerably north of 99%, right? Yeah. yeah. It's 800,000 people directly affected. It it might affect us at the airport. Yeah. If if it starts to screw up people's flights. Can I tell you something? That will make a difference. Here's the again a government trip a uh, trick. Essential employees have to go to work. Okay? All mm-hmm. non-essential stay at home. Okay, well then you can't what what kind of cruel law is this that says you must work but you must work without pay. Uh, it's in, uh, incomprehensible. It, it's incomprehensible and the only reason why they do that 
is so whatever party is trying to use this little trick mm-hmm. can say, look at these poor 800,000 people. Or look at our military who's doing this. Look at look at look at their airports are unsafe. That's insane. This should be a law that says security and essential personnel continue to be paid. But they don't do that because they know we'd never solve this. <laughs> we true. would never if if it was just essential personnel. Yeah. We would all say, I don't give a flying crap about that department. No, my life's actually better without them being there. I don't care. I, yeah. I, don't, I do not see how it's, I don't know, constitutional, Can't legal be. to be able to force people to go to work without pay. Well, it's, we had a word for it. It's slavery. slavery right? Right. Yes. You can't do it. Yeah. Right. I mean, yeah. legitimately, they keep suing uh, you know, the TSA employees. And again, like I would say uh, probably the person with the least sympathy for a TSA employee in the universe is our own Pat Gray. Yes. Uh, not a fan. <laughs> However, like you should not be able to say. No. You have to work, work and we're not going to pay you. Yeah. No. That no. Especially, especially those guys. About this. I mean, those guys are, you know, I mean, they're 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 most likely living paycheck to paycheck. Most likely, and, and you know what? You know the airports that are not having a security issue, the ones who don't have the TSA. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This shouldn't have been done by the federal government anyway. Yep. And w- a good thing about this is, the longer this goes, the airlines are already starting to say, "Okay, what happens if this is going on? We've got to have our own security." So the airlines are already starting to organize and talk about, uh, let's replace the TSA. This, in the end, could end up being a really good thing. What do you think about the politics of it, though? How does does Trump uh, navigate these waters? That's uh, what would be acceptable to conservatives for him to extract from the Democrats and still save face and still not piss everybody off by saying, okay, you didn't fulfill your promise by building a wall. What would you be okay with? I would be, if it's me, I'm okay with a fence. Just build a double fence. And he could easily, he could easily he transition to this and say, look, it's already called for in the 2006 law. We've already got a law that calls for this. Let's just build it now. Build the fence. Yeah. And his, it's, you know, what would that cost us? His Five problem, billion? His problem is he has, he has the balls of Ronald Reagan. Okay. He's he's got a set on him that, you know, it's like, I don't care. Remember the, mm-hmm. you know, Mr. Gorbachev tear down this wall. They mm-hmm. told him a million times. Do say not that. say that. He said it. Um, and and he has that. I don't care. I'm not playing by your rules. And that is fantastic. He what he doesn't have is the other part of Ronald Reagan that can talk to the talk to the American people that don't necessarily mm-hmm. like him or are kind of neutral and get them and sway them. And he, 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 I have not heard yet an effective uh, defense for the wall. Yeah. I haven't heard him sound yeah. like, and, and I have, but not for the person who is neutral or doesn't like him. I haven't heard him um, able to navigate and say, look, look, can we just stop all politics here for a second? All I'm asking for, I want a wall. They don't want a wall. Okay. Fence, 2006. 2006, it's already in the law. They mm-hmm. just have never funded it. If you want a double fence, then put a double fence. I know that's not what I promised. I'm trying to keep America secure. Exactly. If he could deliver that message, it would be effective. I th- and I think it's a winning, I think it's I a winning too. formula. Or at this point, would you accept DACA in exchange for the fence or wall? 
I think I would. Really? No, not for five billion dollars? No. No, five billion dollars doesn't get the job done. I think I'm not. No, would not be surprised but, if he would, right? Because I think politically, he. I don't think he's going to get punished. I don't think he's going to get punished from his base for either of the two things that you mentioned, either DACA or its offense instead of a wall. I don't think anybody yeah, in the base would so care about that. I don't <laughs> want to give. I don't want to give that up. Um, I, I wouldn't. Uh, I wouldn't make the deal. I don't know how he gets out of it. I mean, I think I he's. Either. They're going to keep. I think what's my worry here is not what he gets; it's what he gives. And that because yes. I think he at some point he was going to want to get out of this with some sort of win. Right. Mm-hmm. That's of course every politician does. But I'm, I'm, I'm concerned what he's going to give up to get that win. So let me ask you, and you don't think DACA is too high a price? I mean, for, not not for, looking because I know if you're they build the full wall, if they, yeah, if they they're if they, not doing if they fund 100 percent of a fence or wall. So that's what they offered I, last January. Yeah, I, I think I'd go with that. deal. At this now. point, you'd take that the 25 billion for DACA. Can go ahead. Can Congress call itself back into session in a shutdown? Yeah, right. I mean, they've, they've been they've been. I think so. Doing speeches yeah. and everything all mm-hmm. week. We saw the so Steve they King can, the speech. Whole they thing, voted so on King. What I'm asking though mm-hmm. is, can they can they file for impeachment and do all of that, all of that expense and everything else? It's a third branch of government, so they should be able to yeah. do that, right? They should be able mm-hmm. to. Yeah. I don't. So you're saying you're looking at that as a carrot and a stick type of uh, situation. Uh, I'm looking at that as a uh, as a carrot of uh, for Donald Trump of just keeping them shut down, you know, and not being able to call all of the congressional powers right, right. back in. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, I, it's it's because I think you know you're looking at it from Trump's perspective. I think he would see that at this point, even if he just got the five billion. Now, remember, the initial offer was twenty five billion, which they mm-hmm. return, we, which we all I think at the mm-hmm. time opposed. But we that did. was again under Republican control. Yeah, you know, I'm sure the calculus changes. They shouldn't have had to do it back then. Yeah, they shouldn't have had to do it. They now I don't know that they're <laughs> going to get a better deal. However, I still don't want to do it. I mean, I I understand uh, that it's a it's a tough one, but I, I, and, and I, I it's think just so not going to happen. So yeah. I think it's not going to happen. First of all, if, if t- they don't, if they, if they don't come to some agreement now, it, it will never be built. It will never be built ever. If, uh, it's, if, right. if they don't do it, it will you're never exactly be built. right. All, that's the only so, real part of the sentence you needed, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. it will never be built. It so here is built. here is the latest. Uh, uh, Ted Cruz just invited Donald Trump to give the State of the Union in the Senate <laughs> instead of the House. Yeah. And he should do it in the Senate. And you won't have enough room for all of the House. Well, they said they didn't want to come anyway. Watch it on the TV. Yeah, watch it on the TV like right. everybody else. Um, and give it in the Senate. And he should do that. But I really think um, the the constitutional amendment of... of um, term limits? Term limits is... It, 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 this is the time. This is the time. The reason this is, uh, isn't functioning, the reason your government is closed, is because these people that you see on TV every day don't do their jobs. They don't do their jobs, and a lot of them have been here forever doing this over and over and over again. We now, have you seen any it. indication he's going to call for that? Well, he did no, promise I, it in the campaign. Yeah. Um, he did. Uh, Ted Cruz has, has, has written the bill. Read the, written this constitutional amendment. Uh, it was part of the Drain the Swamp program. He just, in April, endorsed... Um, uh, uh, the effort again. Uh, this is last April. He endorsed it again. Mick Mulvaney is the chief of staff. He's the last guy who tried to put uh, push it through the House as a constitutional uh, amendment and, and a law to 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 limit terms. Uh, this is among the most. Would it be twelve years? 
Uh, so two Cruises Senate, is 18. Two Senate and three House. And so three House. 18 total years you could stay there. Okay. And um, it doesn't start. It, it starts on all the new members, right. not the old members. Which is really a smart move by Cruz because wow. he knows none of them will vote themselves out. Yeah. Wow. Limit the future Congress power. Fine. Fine. I mean, because this is a... A fundamental, huh. foundational issue that needs to be corrected. Well, it's, it's half of the, what they should do. This is half of the job. Do this and make them legislate from their district. Oh, I love that. Get job. everybody out of Washington. I, I have Send to tell home. you. I have to tell you. Do you know, um, and we're going to have to get this conversation uh, later. Bill O'Reilly's coming up. But do you know what uh, Ford, what product Ford released uh, over the holidays? No. Uh, yeah, a doghouse. A doghouse. Yeah. A freaking doghouse. Ford, the motor company. Ford. Do you <laughs> know why? Mm-mm. Because they said, ah, cars really are not necessarily a part of our future. So what are we going to be doing with all of this technology? What can we build uh, that uh, will will give us some extra runway? Doghouse. A Ford doghouse, the doghouse is using all of their silencing technology for dogs that are freaked out by thunderstorms and lightning and fireworks and things like that. A doghouse. Mm-hmm. Now, that's not their future, but it shows they're taking the future seriously. Mm-hmm. Today or yesterday, they announced that the uh, Ford F-150 pickup truck is happening all electric, all electric. Mm. Wow. So the reason why I bring this up is the world is going to massively change in the next 10 years. Congress is just the last one. Mm -hmm. They're just they're going to be so outdated and so um, like museum like very, very soon. It's it. The time to change is now. And if you Mm -hmm. don't change, uh, you're going to be changed. You either are part of the change or you are changed. I prefer to be part of it. People in Congress think they're above all of this change that's coming. It's they not. sure do. It's global. It's global and all-encompassing. All right. Bill O'Reilly's coming up in a second. By the way, Pat Gray, thank you so oh, much. Wait, uh, more on trivia, right? Oh, yeah. Yes. What happened? Uh, let's see. Uh, Los Angeles over New Orleans. Really? Prediction. Yeah. And uh, yeah. What, is the, what is the record? 14 and 4. Wow. An amazing year for more on trivia. It's been a good year. All right. Thank you very much, Pat. Um, Our sponsor this half hour is LifeLock. Stolen identity kind of sucks. Have you ever had your identity actually stolen? I've had people uh, purchase uh, Papa John's pizzas um, on my credit card (laughs) in Arizona. One day I just got an alert. It's like, did you just buy a Papa John's pizza in Arizona? I mean, like I'm all up. I'm for Papa John's pizza. I'd <laughs> right. be happy to buy one. Right. But let no, them have the pizza, but cancel it after that. <laughs> can Can Papa John's just send me the pizza? Is <laughs> right. that a way we can yeah. make this right? Um. Uh, so I, I mean, really stolen to where your life has been affected. I've only had I've had to cancel cards. Yeah. Uh, but again, you know, I mean, yeah. I, there's a you know I have LifeLock. So yeah. this, this is that was before LifeLock. Now I have it. I don't have to really mm-hmm. worry about that anymore. Um, LifeLock. LifeLock will alert you now. It's LifeLock that says, hey, by the way, are you opening up this bank account? Did you do this? I've had that. I've had people try to get insurance. I've had people try to open a bank account under my name. Um, and uh, and LifeLock has caught them. Now, they can't catch everything. But, man, are they the best. If there is a problem, they have a U.S.-based restoration specialist that's going to work to fix it. That's really, that's so well worth the money. 
Because if there's a problem, man, you're, you're sunk without them. LifeLock.com. Use the promo code BECK. Get 10% off right now. LifeLock.com. Promo code BECK. So NPR, PBS, uh, and Marist Poll. Uh, legitimate, right? Oh, totally. Yeah, yeah totally. It's a very highly respected pollsters. Have you heard the poll from Latinos? This is a game changer. Is it? Uh, Latinos, 50% of Latinos approve of Trump's performance as president. That is a 19 point percentage gain since December's poll, Mm. where he had 31% approval from Latinos. The president lost approval from whites from 50 to 40 and lost approval from uh, African-Americans 19 to 11 in the same time span. Hmm. Um, what's, the, what's the sample size? Are they saying there? Uh, I mean, I'm sure no, it's I'll significant. Look f- I'm I'll look for it. I wonder how many Latinos they had polled, because sometimes those things can vary, but that's a huge gain. Uh, 19, a 19-point swing? Because uh, uh, maybe Latinos, I don't know, actually care about the law on the border? Uh, d- could it be? Yeah, it's racist to think that they don't. Hmm. Uh, 64% disapproval in December, 46% disapproval now, hmm. and 50% approval. That's massive. Yeah, it's really interesting. Now, Bill O'Reilly is here. We, we have to talk a little bit about this new NBC thing where it says, you know, the Republicans never really wanted the wall. And I agree with them. I agree with them. The Republicans in Congress never really wanted this wall. Otherwise, we would have had it already. Um, We get into that. Also, the latest breaking news that I personally have no opinion on, and I think that's the position everyone should have. We'll talk to Bill O'Reilly coming up. The fusion of entertainment and enlightenment. This is the Glenn Beck Program. What else needs to be said than this? Bill O'Reilly and his perspective on what the news means in 60 seconds. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Let's get this one commercial out of the way so we can uh, get right into the show in 60 seconds. I am uh, very excited to watch these uh, documentaries on the Fire Festival that are out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Two competing documentaries. Yeah. I'm going to sit back in my X chair and just watch them. Because, you know, normally you sit back on your couch and sure that's comfortable. Have you? But you can't do any work on there. Have, your X chair, you can sit up. You can have, you can be very comfortable for hours and hours. And, uh, and you can uh, have every single adjustment you can possibly imagine. Have you sat back? I mean, really laying back oh, yeah. and use the headrest and the oh, footrest? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. This is the most comfortable. It's like a lounge chair. It really is. is. And it's an office chair. It's really nice. If you've never sat in an X chair, uh, well, you should try one. Um, They have the X chair basic now, which is great. And it is they've been disrupting sort of this industry for a while now. Mm -hmm. Uh, For this audience only, though, the X chair basic is out. It doesn't have every bell and whistle. I don't think you need every bell, bell, bell and whistle um, because it's already really comfortable. It's great if you can get the the X chair. But if you have a home office. The X Chair Basic is a great way to go. It's on sale now for $100 off if you go to xchairbeck.com. It's the letter xchairbeck.com or call them at 8-1-844-4X-Chair. has a 30-day no-questions-asked guarantee for, uh, for complete satisfaction. Go to xchairbeck.com. Use the code BECK, B-E-C-K, and you'll also get a free footrest. It's at mm. xchairbeck.com. Better, baby. 10-second station ID. No, we don't even need that, Stu. We're ready to go with Bill O'Reilly. We're ready to go with... I'm excited about Bill it. Bill O'Reilly. Mm-hmm. Bill O'Reilly, welcome, sir. 
It's me. Here I am. Okay. Yay! Beautiful. It's Bill. Beautiful entrance. Beautiful entrance. Graceful. Humble. Yes. Uh, Bill, I yes. want to talk to you about uh, one story, but I want you to know before you go off on a tirade, my opinion on this is there is no need to speculate because if people will speculate and they bring up stuff all the time and it turns out to be absolutely untrue and it's a waste of our time, a waste of our energy and does nothing positive. However, I want to give the story to you and ask you if this evidence exists, is this a big deal? BuzzFeed is coming out. BBC is reporting uh, as well today that uh, Donald Trump instructed Cohen to lie to Congress about his business dealings in Russia. BuzzFeed says, while they have not seen the evidence, which is kind of a big caveat here, um, they have not seen the evidence. They have two uh, investigators on the case that have verified that they have more than one uh, uh, witness on this, and they have uh, backup emails. If all of those things exist, and that's a huge if, is that enough to impeach Donald Trump? Does he survive that? All right. I have a few questions before I I, uh, analyze this. Okay. Okay. All right. Is this before or after... Trump became a spy for Russia. No, no, no. no, no wait, wait, wait. I know. I know. That's why I'm not putting any credence in this. Uh, we haven't spent any time on this. We haven't spent any okay. time on this today. But do we know from BuzzFeed, whether it's before or after, he signed on as a spy for Putin? Do we know? So, now, see, now, see, this is, this is why we don't speculate, because that's not doing uh, any good. Mm-hmm. It, uh, there's no reason see, last, to smear Donald Trump. Time, and, and there's no... Last, go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah. Last week at this time, um, the New York Times had Trump as a spy I know. for Russia. Okay. So now well, I'm, no, wait, I'm wait, 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 wait. The New York Times did not have that he was a spy. They said that the FBI uh, looked in to see if he was a spy. And no. quite honestly, I, I think everyone I mean, I would have done that for for anyone who it, the whispers were around FBI. Yeah. Check it out. Put it down. One way or another, but put I, it down. On MSNBC and CNN, he was a spy. I know, I know. Well, that's why we don't <laughs> listen right. to them. So, Bill, is the is oh, the appropriate don't. no you spin to mm. Buzzfeed? Buzzfeed. So, Bill, is the yeah. appropriate no yeah. spin position here uh, yeah. to basically say, "Look, if it's real, it'll be in the Mueller mm-hmm. report. We'll all see it together, and we can actually see the evidence when it comes out." Right. That's what. Uh-huh. That's our position. Is that your position? Right. See, if it's if it's real that Donald Trump counterfeited $80 million worth of money, I think you impeach him. And this is what I mean. You have an industry that is simply devoted to putting out on a regular basis the worst stuff they can hear, come up with, or anything about Donald Trump. They don't have to check it. All I have to do is someone. Hey, I'm not talking. But wait, I'm, I'm, I'm not talking. Bill, Bill, Bill. 
I'm not talking yes. about the media. I'm going to go I'm not, into the theoretical in a moment. Because I don't, I, it. if, it's, right. if it's just even Michael Cohen, and he swears on a stack of Bibles, and he's sitting yeah. on a throne of Bibles, I don't care. The guy's a liar. So I don't buy right. it. I'm saying if this evidence does exist, will it matter? Yeah, it will matter. But... Before you get into the theoretical, <laughs> I know, I know, real. All right, you have to prime the audience to understand what's happening. That this is every hour on the hour, sure. right? And that's okay? what, and that's why right. we have now. It. Now we'll get into the theoretical because okay. that's desperately what you and Stu want to do. I got it. We no, want you, we no, want no, you no. to tell us exactly what needs to be done, Bill. <laughs> right. That's what we want. Okay. <laughs> What needs to be done is a healthy dose of skepticism about BuzzFeed, yeah, the New it. York Times, and all of these agencies that are in business to smear Trump and anybody who... 100% agreement. I think 100% okay. skepticism is fine so, here. Now, Trump we know basically has said very clearly that he had no business dealings directly with Russia, and he didn't collude with Russia in any way to influence the election. Mm -hmm. Very clearly has said that. Mm -hmm. So you stay there. That's where he, what he said, can't go back on it, Agreed. can't spin it. That, that's where he is. Got it. So, of course, if he told his attorney, hey, hey, you commit perjury and don't tell him about X whatever X may be, and the Russian thing that we did, all right, that we had caviar at the Russian tea room, <laughs> you don't tell him that, all right? Right. No. And then Cohen has a memo. That I mean, I don't, I don't think Donald Trump is, he's not a stupid guy. There's no way they no, have a paper trail of something like that. Right. He's not a stupid guy, and he's got a lot of uh, attorneys that are advising him in this. Um, so... When I see these reports, I, I just basically don't even cover them on BillOReilly.com. I don't even cover them. All right. And I go for the bigger picture. But to answer your question, it's a legitimate question. If Trump did anything like that, then he will be impeached. Convicted? Not sure. You'd have to see it, what the memo said or any of that. Um, but, yeah, he's in trouble. Okay. Um, all right, let's let's go. Cause I, I, let me just say this, because this is the only time I'm going to address this on the sh show to, uh, today or until we get evidence. Um, I, I think that Americans need to decide whether if a president, any president says, hey, listen, this is the deal and you're going to go in front of Congress and I don't want you to tell the truth in front of Congress. If that is provable and it's real yeah, it's evidence. Yeah, it's a borning perjury. perjury. Right? It, it is. If yeah. that happened, yeah, it's a crime. Yeah, that's a crime, so and it. it is impeachable. I don't care if Jesus. Well, he wouldn't do that. But if yeah, it was Jesus as the president, misdemeanor. Correct. Um, However, I don't right. think that anyone should be talking about. We shouldn't be even talking about it now because how many things have they said that they had on him, and they'd end up not having on him. So when they show it to us, then we can talk about it. Let's move on. Um, how is the president? President, um, I saw his Hispanic numbers, which Marist is a great polling agency. 
and you know the margin of error is three points he's taken a 19 point jump with hispanics in approval in the last 30 uh, to 40 days uh that's huge yeah i don't believe the number i don't think maris is a good polling agency any longer it used to be really uh i saw their poll on abortion which i thought was much more important um, they did a poll on abortion because yep. this weekend is a right to life um, yep. exposition in Washington, which will get yep. zero coverage yep. in the American media, yep. nothing. And the poll said that I think it was 56% of Americans um, want restrictions on abortion, including no abortions after three months. I don't even know if I believe that. Um, mm. I think that the polling now is stacked in the sense that they have, well, we talked to 1,050 uh, registered voters, but they never stack it evenly. It's always skewed to either, well, it's always skewed left, always. Well, this, this then, in particular um, is not. Maris has been wrong uh, a lot lately. Go okay. Ahead. So you don't buy this good poll for Donald Trump on Hispanics? No. Huh. I don't believe 51% of American Hispanics um, think Donald Trump's doing a good job. I don't. I'm sorry. And um, I've got to be an I'm an honest broker here. See, I'm not in business to no, I know. promote I know. any political candidate. I just don't believe. And, and if you look at the poll, that number is up like, what, 22, 23 percent in a month. Yeah, that's weird. No, yeah. it, it is yeah. weird. And yeah. the sample size is uh, uh, one one thousand twenty four. And so that would make the Hispanic sample about. Probably under a hundred, uh, uh, probably under two hundred. Yeah, and that means the margin of error is much higher. Much higher. Uh, yeah, I, and I think like they that. they went to a Santana concert, didn't they? I, I, I don't. I don't. I don't, yeah. I don't know. But hang on just a second. We we yeah. we want to go into the uh, the rest of the news of the week with Bill O'Reilly. You're never more than sixty seconds away from more content uh, on the uh, program. Uh, Simply Safe is our sponsor. Simply Safe is a company that I absolutely love. I'm reading this new book. Uh, called, um, I'm going to butcher the name, I think it's D-Day from the German Perspective. And it's interviews with Germans who were uh, on D-Day oh, on the wow. beach. It's fascinating. That dude. and killing the SS? You're yeah, doing pretty, you you're doing pretty of, yeah, good. Yeah. Um, anyway, one of the reasons why we won is because we started making great technology on our side. One of the guys who helped us win World War II by giving us new technology for our tanks is the grandfather of the guy who started Simply Safe. That's enough. That's enough reason to buy Simply Safe right there. I mean, yeah, and yeah, he right. loves his grandfather and always wanted to do something important for the safety of America. Mm. And he stumbled into this, you know, because he was doing friends a favor and it took off with all of his friends and he's like, maybe this is a business. And so they started Simply Safe. Now they protect over 2 million homes and I'm so I love these guys i just love them um because they're excited about what they do and they um and they build it the best way it's all wireless there's no contracts monitoring is 14.99 you own the system nobody's coming in with the booties and drilling holes in your in your walls it's simply protect your home protect your business the right way simply go there now 10 seconds station id Glenn Beck program with Bill O'Reilly. 
Bill, uh, you mentioned the abortion poll uh, from Marist, which the results of that are pretty interesting. Uh, And it's actually the number when it comes to restricting abortion to only the first trimester uh, or more restrictive. It's 75 percent of people. Only 15 15 percent of people agree with the Democratic Party position of abortion throughout pregnancy, including only one quarter of pro-choice people, people who identify themselves as pro-choice. Only a quarter of them agree with the Democratic position. What does this tell us? I'm not sure I believe that poll either, um, but I do believe that most Americans understand there has to be limit on the destruction of a potential human being. Um, I just think that's so inherently obvious and fair, and I maintain the belief that most Americans are fair-minded mm-hmm. people. Mm-hmm. I mean, I I think we're overwhelmed by the unfair media mm-hmm. that we're always talking about BuzzFeed and the New York Times and CNN, mm-hmm. and we're overwhelmed by it. But once you get out and talk to the folks themselves with no media filter, you find they are very fair and level-headed. I think you're right. Um, so I, I like that poll in the sense that I think that message has to be debated and has to be put out there. Of course, it will not be put out there. You will not see that poll. Even on Fox News, you're not going to see it. And it, to me, it's very distressing. Yeah, we talked, we spent a lot of time on that poll because I thought it was telling and I agree with you 100%. I think, you know, when it, it, it shows that pro-life, if you will, is overwhelming with the exception of this one thing of rape and incest and life of the mother. And even that ends after, you know, the first 90 days, you know, after you after you get to that first trimester, people start to say, you know what, you, you had a chance and now I, I just don't think so. It It's almost as if the American people are saying, look, I don't agree with this, but I don't want to to judge or hurt people that are in massively painful situations um i i don't know what i would do or say to my daughter um you know if she said dad i was horribly viciously raped and every second that this child is inside of me it's a a rape scene again i know i would say honey you will get great blessings for carrying it to term but I'm not going to disown my daughter or or well, anything course. else. I mean, it, it's traumatic. So I, I, well, I'm the stuck. The law is there in all cases to protect the innocent. Yes. All right. Everybody should understand that. So Roe v. Wade is law. It's law. And when a woman is raped, all right, she is the innocent victim of a horrible, horrendous crime and should not, by law, be forced to endure more suffering. However, the and innocent, that's, if, that's you're, the if you're really... That's the that Americans come to. And I, that's and it what, a, it's, a, it's a righteous conclusion. And that's where I am, Bill, but I have yeah. this... Uh, uh, the innocent victim, there's two now. If there is a child, there is another innocent victim. And so I'm at this place, and I think a lot of Americans are... I'm at this place where I say, look, I believe that's life and I don't believe we have a right to take life. Um, However, 
I, I don't want to judge. So I'm, I'm in this hypocritical, right, right? I'm in this hypocritical place to where I say it's life, but I don't want to condemn somebody. At rape now, there and are interest. always extenuating circumstances. Right. You don't want to take a life, but if somebody breaks into your house with a weapon, you're going to take their life. That's a guilty um, life. And yeah, so that's a guilty life. there are always extenuating circumstances. Yeah. There's a difference there between guilty life and innocent life, right? Like the baby has not done anything. He does not, did not break into a house, right? I mean, it's that's a, true. Mm-hmm. But it's the individual decision of the person in a, in a yeah. position to take the action and the law. I'm just talking about the law. Now, yeah. I think Beck had the thing, you know, you, you sit your daughter down or your friend down and you say, look, if you could bear the term, you will be a saint. Mm-hmm. I mean, you will be, you know, in that Greatly category. Blessed. But we're, we're certainly not going to condemn you or force you to do anything. Um, Bill, let me let me go to the border uh, to the uh, government shutdown first. Um, I, I, I I'm telling you, if Coca-Cola stopped bottling and distributing because of some disagreement and they were no longer putting out Coke products for as long as this government has already been shut down, Americans would be up in arms and say, I don't care. Settle it. I want my Coke. <laughs> Okay, Um, I don't hear that from uh, the American people. And yet the polls uh, show that they are not with this shutdown. First of all, the American people, all right, of course, are not with the shutdown. Who's going to want fellow Americans not getting a paycheck? Correct. All right. So. I mean, the polls aren't surprising. We don't like to shut down. But wait, but, but, but you, Bill, it's not. But again, if you, if you analyze deeper, you have to make a decision on corruption. Now, that, that's what's in play in the government shutdown. Corruption. Again, this will never be presented to the people in the media. But the Democrats came in and basically said, and I know this to be true, we're not going to cooperate on anything that president trump wants nothing we are going to create so much chaos in the house of representatives that yes. when the vote comes around for re-election to presidency people will be so tired of it they'll say all right i may not dislike trump but i want somebody else because i want to put an end to the chaos yep that's the strategy yes it is so when you see what the wall is, the barrier is, and we did this on BillOReilly.com. We had a reporter from KUSI in San Diego who covered the wall for 20 years and says, there's no doubt the wall works in the San Diego sector. No doubt. All right. And then the guy provides evidence for it and backs up what the Border Patrol says. And then you turn on cable TV and then the wall doesn't work. Yeah. Where people who have never even been to the wall are yeah. saying that. Yeah. Oh, so it's corruption that we're dealing with here in the government shutdown. The Democrats don't want a compromise. Trump would compromise. He would. Trump would give him the pathway to citizenship for DACA. Yeah. Trump would take four instead of $5.6 billion. But the Democrats won't do anything because their tactic is not to cooperate and get anything done. Bill O'Reilly, back in just a second with more the state of the union uh and uh, nancy pelosi's canceled trip and so much more bill o'reilly the news of the week his digest which happens every friday here on the glenn beck program
You're listening to Glenn Beck. Yesterday at this time, we told you what uh, China was doing. There's another report out today about uh, the Chinese and one fifth of all houses are sitting empty and in basic default. Just, uh, nothing's happening. One fifth. That, that's probably like every American house. We told you yesterday they dumped uh, $50 trillion into their economy, into their banks, so people could pay their taxes. This is bad. Uh, The petrodollar is probably on the ropes soon. What does all of this mean? Chaos. Chaos. And I would uh, diversify, diversify, diversify. Gold is one of the things, but Bitcoin is another. But you need to understand cryptocurrency and the role it's going to play. Please take the course now, smartcryptocourse.com. Understand about blockchain and what cryptocurrency is. Whether you invest or not is your own business, but you have to understand it first. Smartcryptocourse.com. Take it now. He is the author of the number one New York Times bestseller, Killing the SS. We get more from Bill O'Reilly in just a moment. This podcast is sponsored by simplysafe.com slash Glenn. I love doing commercials for Simply Safe because I have this system. In fact, I have it in my office even where we have a lot of collectibles. So when we lock up the doors on the weekend, we know nobody's going to, you know, steal the ruby slippers or the cup of a carpenter. Simply Safe is the best home security. They believe nothing should come between you and protecting your home. Simply Safe has created a system where you own the alarm system. So for $14.95 a month, they give you the 24/7 monitoring. It's all wireless so you don't have to worry about somebody cutting the lines or the power going out. All of it still works. Get a jump on protecting your home the Simply Safe way. Simplysafe.com/glen. G L E N N. No time like the present. This is how you protect your home and your stuff. Simplysafe.com/glen. Uh, Bill O'Reilly is uh, is joining us on the program to go over the news of the week. Today is the March for Life. Um, have you ever spoke at that, Bill? I've never. I don't do political speeches, no. even though this is an overtly political as far as a party is concerned. Yeah. I try not to do that um, because, as you know, I'm the uh, the Yoda of um, basically telling you what uh, I think is right, well, and I don't want to be tied into any kind of group. Yoda's not exactly a spring chicken, Bill. Yeah, I mean, if if you're saying that you're much much older than you look. Um, Did you guys just call Yoda a chicken? <laughs> okay, so well, he tastes like chicken. Uh, I'm sorry, I didn't know it was Yoda when I was eating him. Um, yeah, you'll have the, that building surrounded in about 40 seconds. I know. I knew that. Um, the, the March for Life is happening today, and yeah. uh, put this down on the calendar for, uh, I don't know, August of next year. I want to at least attend the March for Life next year. I, I want to stand... Uh, clearly with them. Um, the the other thing that is happening in Washington is the Women's March, which is absolutely imploding on all of the things that we have said about it from the start. This is not a grassroots thing. This was hijacked by really bad, anti-Semitic, racist people. Yeah, and I mean, uh, when I saw this first pop up, um, in the Trump inauguration, 
I said to myself, wait a minute, um, this was a contrived situation, again, big money behind it, like the migrant march, and okay, so these folks who are, are uh, marching, they're not even going to give the guy a week? Right. Or, right. or two weeks? Right. They don't even respect the election enough and the people who did vote for Donald Trump enough to just say, well, yeah, let's just see how he does. I mean, I did that with Barack Obama. I mean, I was right in the sense that I thought he would run to the left on his policies. But I did that with Obama. Yeah, I said he's he is now our president and we owe it to our president to uh, to support him in the things that we can support and give him time to show who he's going to be. Um, uh, you know, it all goes back to the to the same thing, whether it's Me Too or, or any other. No due process. So ter- nothing. Teresa Shook is uh, the woman who started it. She's from Hawaii, and I think she's probably a decent person that I don't that I don't agree with, you know, politically. Um, I, I don't know. I don't know that much about her, but she seems like she's probably a likable, normal human being. She's been calling for the end of the women's march or for the the chairs to excuse themselves because it's turned into a Frankenstein. And she said it did, you know, before the first march, she saw deep hatred, racism and anti-Semitism. And Bill, we're now seeing it in Congress. It's everywhere. It's everywhere. You're giving this woman a pass and I'm not. Yeah, that's fine. Because one of the first things that happened in the women's march is that any pro-life woman was banned from marching. Right. But she was not. They they took it from her. She was she was in the uh, she was involved with that. Was she? And so once I saw that fascistic. Yeah. Word of the day, (laughs) that fascistic proclamation saying, even if you agree with us, women march people that we don't like uh, the Republicans. Um, if you are pro-life, you can't march with us. That was the end of them for me. Yeah. That was it. Goodbye. Yeah. yeah. So if you look at it, it's not um, an organization that I believe commands respect. And I don't. I think it's done now. When, when Kirsten Gillibrand won't show up. Yeah. You know yeah. you have a problem. It's real. It's it's a deadly curse now. I mean, and I, you look at all the magazines and everybody who said these were the leaders of the year and the best leaders in the world and this movement was going to change the world. And, and they never stopped to look at the bad seeds that were being planted and who was planting them inside the organization. Yeah. Um, you know, well, they I called us. I don't think uh, there's a great future in that. I don't think Ms. Ocasio-Cortez is going to be there either. You think she's a burnout? She will. No, I, I think that she and, and I, I just I have. To oh, you mean you she guys. won't be there. She won't the, show up at the mark. OK, OK, OK. Because she's all, she's got that tag, too. Yeah. That anti-Semitic tag. I don't think that's fair. I haven't seen any evidence that she is that. Um, but she's not going to be there. But I, I she amuses me. I, I really think that that um, I want more of her we, rather than less. We are saying the same thing. She's the best thing that could happen. Oh, Make her the I face. Mean, but I like Tulsi, too. Yes. I like Tulsi. Gabbard from Hawaii. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I, I think these women, they should go out and they should say whatever they want to say. Yeah. 
and uh, Americans should evaluate it on whether it's good for the country or not. But certainly, they're um, sprightly. Is that a good word? I'm sprightly. Beck is sprightly. Stu, I'm not so sure about. (laughs) Um, and, And they inject some energy into the discourse. So let's talk about, however, uh, for instance, the representative uh, from Minnesota who is is saying really anti-Semitic things. At what point, Bill, do is the, the one that said MF or to uh, about Trump? There's two. No. Yeah, two recent. No. Uh, one of them was that. And there was another one who was talking, had tweets about this how is Israel Muslim was evil. lady. There's two, yeah, there's there's two separate. Yeah, yeah but, two separate. One, this uh, one I'm talking about from Minnesota is the one who said that Israel, um, how come, you know, the mask is coming off and how come more people can't see how evil Israel is, blah, blah, blah. And this is the Muslim lady. She's a Muslim. Yes. Right? Yes. She's yes. the first to job wearing uh, member of Congress. And she got sworn in on a Koran, right? Yeah, I, I think believe. so. Yes. I, Okay, so what do you want me to say about her? I mean, no, um, I don't want to say about like her. She was running as a stealth candidate. She's campaigning in right. her Muslim garb, and Correct. they elected her. So here's what she's here, going to say bad things about Israel. Here's what I'm saying. Here's what I'm saying. I have yeah. I know people who have given a lot of money to Democrats, and and many of them are Jewish. And uh, they started saying during the Clinton campaign with with Keith Ellison around, they started saying then, you know what, Uh, this party has gone so extreme uh, and they are now becoming anti-Semitic. At what point do you think they lose their their Jewish support? Um, Never, never. Every poll says the same thing, that liberal Jewish Americans prioritize their ideology above the welfare of Israel. Every poll. No, but there's the a difference. Thing. Wait, wait, wait. There's How a difference. has been going on? There's a difference between Israel and, you know, Jews or animals. <laughs> uh, okay. I mean, look, once you get into that kind of. Well, the, uh, the women's march, the women's march, they're, they're having a conversation. And one of them says, it's you people, you Jews, you have all the money and all the power in the world. I mean, we've mm. seen where that goes. I, I don't want to generalize about uh, Jewish Americans, but I have looked at those polls, and unless it's so blatant, and the Women's March is, the uh, Hollywood uh, moguls that give a lot of money who are, who are Jewish people, they say, look, my ideology and is more important than the security of Israel, because Donald Trump's been Israel's best friend. And right. they despise Donald right. Trump. And, I, I, and Barack Obama was, you know, according to most Israelis, not a good thing yeah. or a good uh, leader for Israel. Yet the Jewish left loved Barack Obama. So I think it's pretty clear. Um, at what point do the American Democrats, the, just the voters, the regular voters, go, you know what? I mean... The people who are at the top of the party now are just getting so extreme. I'm just not with this. That's an excellent question. When's the tipping point for moderate Democrats, particularly out of the urban centers? There is no tipping point in New York City and San Francisco and Seattle. Um, All you got to do is walk around those cities and look and see what's happened under far left governorship. And... Apparently, they don't even care about that. 
if there are people on your front lawn injecting heroin, ah, well, you know, it's society's fault. I'll just step around them. So I don't think there is a tipping point in some precincts. But in others, uh, you got to feel that, that it's getting close when you're saying, hey, I want 70% of your money, and when you die, I want to take every single thing you have. Is that okay with the Democratic Party, with the rank and file? I, yeah, I don't know. I mean, it was so, during FDR all the way to Kennedy. Um, but it's a different it's a different world. Then. I know. I know. Um, uh, one last question. How does the uh, president fare in the next week on uh, the border and shutdown? I don't know, but uh, I, I'm I'm angry because I was going to go with Nancy Pelosi on her trip. Did you know that? I know. I know. That was oh, so fun. Nancy had called a couple of nights ago. So and said, fun. You know, it's so long. The flight, I need stimulating conversation. Mm -hmm. I need a personality like you on board. Mm -hmm. I can't sit next to Adam Schiff for eight Mm -hmm. hours. Yeah, right. You got to come. Right. So I said, sure, Nancy, I'll uh, I'll go. It's a government-run free, right? All uh, everything paid, hotel, meals. Yes, 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 yes. We're not going to pay the uh, air traffic controllers or or the TSA, but we'll have all that stuff. So when Donald Trump, who's just... The meanest, isn't he? What a meanie. Uh, when he canceled the trip, I, I, you know, I was all packed. I had Uber ready to take <laughs> me to uh, the airport, and now I can't go. <laughs> so it's just an outrage. This whole government shutdown and the meanness on Pennsylvania Avenue. And, you know, I told Nancy, look, um, maybe uh, maybe we just fly commercial to Cancun. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> oh, I would pay money. Mon- I'd pay large sums of money for you sitting in a beach chair next to Nancy Pelosi where she could next not get on a- this. Uh, ask me about my one and only face to face with Nancy Pelosi next week. It is hysterical. OK. Happened inside the White House. All right. Um, and but anyway, uh, the government shutdown is a farce. It's a fraud. Uh, Will it still be going on? Will it still be going on when I talk to you next week? I hope so, because I really want to tell the story about. Uh, <laughs> in a while. All right. Thank you, Bill O'Reilly from BillOReilly.com. You can subscribe and watch him uh, every night. Get the no spin news at BillOReilly.com. BillOReilly.com. Um, All right. Our sponsor this half hour is for business people. And I don't care if you run a Fortune 500 company or you, uh, you know, run a mom and pop store and you just need some extra help. The best way to find somebody that will be perfect for your job is with ZipRecruiter. ZipRecruiter has this massive data bank. Um, It's all about information now. They get the information from you on exactly what you're looking for. Then they have algorithms that go out and they post, you know, on all the job sites. But they are now the biggest job site, I think, in the country. Um, And so they run uh, this algorithm on and they find the people who are in your area who are looking for this kind of job who may not have even seen your posting or don't even know you exist. But the algorithm goes out and finds them and invites them to please please uh, uh, send your resume for this job. It's why ZipRecruiter can tell you that most places get a qualified candidate through the door in an hour. 
within an hour of posting. It's ZipRecruiter.com. Try it for free. Just try it for free. ZipRecruiter.com slash Beck. ZipRecruiter.com slash Beck. Welcome to the program. We're glad you're here. Last night, Stephen Crowder uh, returned, uh, and he is uh, starting a brand new season. Stephen has been very, very sick. There were rumors about cancer. He does not have cancer. Uh, all kinds of stuff going uh, going on. Basically, what he has is what I have. Um, he has adrenal exhaustion uh, and some other things that are complicating his life and making his life a living hell. Uh, and I am uniquely positioned to understand. Um, and uh, people will say, you know, you're crazy or whatever. And no, uh, what you've done is you've abused your body by working, you know, 21 hours a day. And you can only do that for so long. And Stephen is uh, is very much like me in the way that he's got to be involved in every little detail. He's uh, he's just running and running and running and running. And uh, the doctors gave him uh, some exactly the same advice they gave me, which was you need to stop entirely for a year or you're going to do damage. I couldn't. Uh, eventually I stopped for a month. Steven just stopped for a month, but he is back. So your prayers should go to Steven Crowder, uh, that, uh, somehow or another, his body can handle the, the, the pressure and the stress that some of us, uh, you know, stupidly put ourselves under, uh, but it was great to have him back on the air. It was a great show last night. Oh, great really? show. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. he's, uh, he's quite the sensation, uh, and it's kind of cool to watch. Now I noticed if he has the same thing as you, he didn't gain 50 pounds well if you remember I right didn't. i didn't either at the beginning oh, okay so you think eventually steven will, <laughs> yeah will i mean no pounds. i mean he That's what i i have i have actually been told by doctors what a year ago mm-hmm. and i celebrate i was like that's fantastic do not exercise don't don't exert yourself for more than two or three minutes and it's like are you kidding me sounds great yeah but it's not good advice because you just start to feel worse and worse and worse mm-hmm. um so i'm i'm you know, still under doctor's care, trying to get things right. And he is too. That's good. Um, gotta take it seriously. When it, gotta take it seriously. Um, if you want to watch the show, he talks about all this on his show uh, last night. It's uh, louder with Crowder, of course, on blaze TV.com slash Beck. Use the promo code Beck and you'll get, I yeah. think it's 10, bu- 10 bucks off. He talks more about in the documentary that ran before, uh, just kind of a recap of his life. But his show was the, the opening five to eight minutes with Rocky, it's <laughs> worth the price of admission. And Jordan Peterson was on as well. Yeah, uh, really so, great. Yeah, really good show. Really great. Um, and you can see it all, blazetv.com slash Beck. Uh, use the promo code Beck. You're going to get 10 bucks off. Everybody you want to see, almost, almost everybody, soon, soon everyone, you want to see on blazetv.com slash Beck. The fusion of entertainment enlightenment this is the glenbeck program you know i grew up in a very dysfunctional family alcoholics abuse you know death suicide just bad just a bad uh extended family on one side of the family um i had enough crazy relatives i had enough uh, abusive relatives if somebody would have crashed our you know family reunions and they were even more abusive and they were drunk and alcoholics i think you know even my family would say 
hey, dude, we've got our own problems. We don't need you to come in and crash our party. And that's kind of the way I feel about the border. Yeah, they're bad people. They're coming across the border. Yes, some are. We got enough bad people here. (laughs) Our family already has killers and dirt bags. We, We don't need somebody else's problems as well. I want to find the people who should be here, who have dreamt about being here, who want a new life, who are not going to kill us. And I don't mean just blow us up. I mean people who are coming over here drinking and driving and there's no real consequence. An angel mom's story that you don't want to miss as we begin this hour in 60 seconds. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Stolen ID is a huge, huge problem, and it's only going to get worse. Now, there are some, you know, there's some basic things that you can do. Have a shredder in your house, shred bank statements, bills, documents. Have you ever had people go through your garbage? I have. I have. Well, you threw away that Twinkie, and it looked good, and I wanted I, to make well, sure. I wanted to rescue it. I know, I know. And Jeffy was in the hospital, right, yeah. and so you wanted to give him a gift that he was used <laughs> to getting every day. Um, keep important documents like birth certificates and security cards in a home safe. Mm-hmm. Use different strong passwords. I'm the worst at that. Um, Somebody's identity is being stolen every two seconds. Every two seconds, somebody loses their identity and it's sold on the dark web. And once it's lost, it's hard to get back and you can't do it by yourself. It doesn't have to happen, though. No, it doesn't. Uh, LifeLock is the best in the business and uh, nobody can protect all identity theft, uh, you know, or protect against it and protect, you know, from cyber hacking and, and all of that stuff. But they are the best in the business. And if something does happen, God forbid, they have the professionals here in the U.S. that are going to correct the problem. That's worth 10 times the subscription. Believe me, it is LifeLock.com. They have pulled my bacon out of the fire several times. LifeLock.com. Use the promo code Beck. LifeLock.com. Promo code Beck. All right bacon to be in the fire that would be terrible no especially my bacon my bacon usually has either maple syrup on it or uh, brown sugar uh i want to talk to an angel mom here and i i i have struggled with the last interview we did because i can't imagine anything worse than losing a child um can't i have uh uh I've had two of my daughters, my oldest and my youngest, uh, in the hospital this week. One was in the emergency room, and uh, the other one has been in the hospital and probably going to be there for about 10 days about brain surgery. And I just don't know how I would live, and I don't know how I would live if somebody violently took my child. But these stories have to be told because this is really, truly what the shutdown is about. This is about, I don't care about the wall. I I really don't. I just want whatever is most effective so we know who's here and we have some law and order. Sabine Durden is an angel mom. She is actually an immigrant herself. She is a legal immigrant and she is from Germany. Sabine, welcome. Thank you, Glenn, for having me. I appreciate it. You bet. And I'm sorry it's on these circumstances. And, you know, we're going to talk about things. And please feel free to say, I I just I can't go there anymore. Um, But 
Sabine, when did you come to the United States and why? Um, I was married to a U.S. Army soldier. We met in Germany. Um, Two years, got married, uh, had Dominic. He was born in Germany. That's why he earned the name German Chocolate. And his dad was black, so that was appropriate for him to call himself. And then we got orders to come to America in 19, uh, the date, sometimes the years. Whatever. Um, it's yeah, been a while, though. Well, you... It's been a long time. And, yeah. and we came over and we had orders. And I had to fill out a lot of paperwork, even though I was married to a service member, uh, signed paperwork that I would never receive any government assistance. I had to have money, sponsors, uh, medical examination, the whole nine yards, just to come over with my American husband and my child. So you get here, and mm-hmm. um, you're raising your son, um, right. and he's he's how old in July of 2012? 30 years old. He's 30 years old. Yeah. Um, he's in California. We're in California. Yeah. No, he was never married, has no kids, and he was my only child. Tell me what happened. Um, at 5.45 in the morning, my son was on his way to work on his motorcycle. He was working for the Riverside Sheriff's Department as a 911 dispatcher. And this illegal criminal with two felonies, one deportation, two DUIs, the last one five weeks before he killed my son, he received probation again, uh, turned his un, uh, unregistered and uninsured little truck in front of my son and hit him so hard at 5.45 a.m. July 12, 2012, that he killed him instantly and then threw him into a wall on the sidewalk. That was the end of my family right there. So you as an immigrant... Um, yeah. You obviously don't hate immigrants. Um, no. Uh, and um, you come over and you do it the right way. And um, this guy, who not only is here illegally, he had already been deported, correct? Yes, correct. Uh, and yeah. he he returns a second time illegally. Correct. He has a criminal record. Of course. And the state of California is doing nothing about it because it's, well, it's a sanctuary in California. Well, at that time, it wasn't a sanctuary state, but I found out Riverside acted like a sanctuary city because the judge and the DA knew the offender. And they caught him two times with the armed robbery and grand theft. They had him in front of them with their first DUI. They gave him probation. And then he was caught drunk driving again without a license. And they gave him probation again. So they had four chances that I know of. There might be more. I didn't want to even dig anymore. So wait, so so, so he was, he, he armed robbery. Yes. Um, uh, and two DUIs. What else was? And Grand Theft and Auto. Grand Theft yes. Auto. Deported. Right. And each time he's brought in for DUI. Um, yes. They just give no him license. no license. They give him no probation. Probation, of course. None of us would get that privilege. What did they? He was charged with um, vehicular manslaughter. 
Yeah, misdemeanor, vehicular manslaughter without gross negligence. And the judge made a deal with him and told me in court, I wish I would have known more about this case because I would have given him a harsher sentence. But because I gave him my word, I have to stick with that and honor my word. So he's going to get nine months, five-year probation, and the guy served 35 days. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. If that isn't a slap in the face and ripping my heart out again. Is he uh, still here in America? No. Um, he was, um, while, by the way, while we had the hearing, because the DA talked me into not having a trial, I'm in the biggest shock of my life. I didn't even know who I was anymore. Uh, hearing, um, he got to bail out for $10,000 cash and was free to go. We never thought he would come back, but he was so arrogant because he's been getting away with every crime he committed. He came back. And so the only time I saw him in handcuffs was the day of the hearing when he was found uh, guilty of the misdemeanor. They let him away. And because I, by then I found my voice, I got louder. Uh, they took him to a detention center, but they wouldn't tell me where. An ICE agent called me anonymously and told me they had enough of this. They knew Dominic. They heard of him. And they told me he was in Adelanto in a detention center about an hour and a half from my house. And for a year and a half, my fiancé Anthony and I went there every week, just sitting there letting them know, do not let this guy go. And now here comes the kicker, Glenn. An ICE agent that we befriended, and he had enough of this, told us that once in a while they get a note from top, from the top, he only said from the top, that says open the back door. That means let him out. But because we sat there every week, they knew they better not. And it, he was deported a year and a half later. And we have good sources because Dominic was friends with the police department, fire department, SWAT. 911. That he's. Yeah, he's he's back. I know I'm going to see his face again, Glenn, on a, on a in the news with another victim. I just know it because he never apologized. He never owned it. He told the church through a translator, which later he spoke fluent English. Of course, that miracle happened. Mm-hmm. Um, he said, "God gives life. God takes life." I was only on my way to work. He's going to do it again. Sabine, I'm sorry for your loss. Um, talk to people who are um, uh, that are maybe you know not for this shutdown and uh, not for the bo- uh, the 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 border uh, discussion that we're having right now. Talk to them, parent to parent. What would you say to those people who are saying we don't need all of this? I would tell them yes, we do because when we are at home, we lock our doors. We want to make sure our kids are safe and grow up and protect that America and our government protect its citizens. And if we don't do this now, there will be many more that will go that will have to go to a morgue like I did and kiss their child for one last time. And as a parent, your mind won't let you go there. The pain, the agony, because it's forever. But we need this protection. And and if they don't think it's good for Americans, okay, let's go to the other side. These families, the kids that are used, the sex trafficking, all this will come to a stop because it protects both sides.
Because people are lied to, they're dragging their kids or somebody else's kids just to get in here. Well, if, if we have a wall and functioning border security that we deserve and we need, and that was talked about by the Democrats for so long until they switched a bit, um, it will keep their families safe. You'd never have to go through this. Sabina, thank you so much. Sabina Dur- uh, Durden, uh, you can find her website at domhugs.org, domhugs.org. Sabina, thank you so much. Never more than uh, 60 seconds away from uh, more content on the Glenbeck program. Let me tell you about 23andMe. I am really excited. We just made a new partnership with 23andMe and about to embark on a new journey together this year. Instead of making generic resolutions, um, 23andMe, uh, we're going to do something uh, different. And my family and I are going to share this process with, with you. Genes can tell you more than just your ancestry. Now, I, I am so thrilled to get the genetic ancestry. And 23andMe has something really cool that they tell you people that are you're related to. And that are part of 23andMe, and they will connect you. And I can't wait to call strangers and say, <laughs> I'm your relative. <laughs> it's a horror movie oh, trailer. It's a horror movie. we got to make some of those calls on the air. Anyway, uh, 23andMe has t- 125 different data points that they will give you about your health as well. So this is important for me because I'm trying to get really healthy this year, and I urge you to do this. It will change the way you eat. It will change your understanding of things. Um, and all of the data is private. They do not release it to anyone. They actually fought and won the four times that they've had a subpoena. Uh, so it, they are very, very secure with all of this uh, data. The other thing is, and I can't wait to share this with you, we don't know my son's ancestry. We know that his mother uh, was Scottish, but we don't know anything else, and we don't know who the father really is, uh, and uh, we, can't, we can't wait. We can't wait. My son is going to open up an envelope uh, and find out his ancestry and where he's from. That's oh, really cool. And it's gonna, I think it's going to change him in, in good ways. Hmm. Anyway, 23andMe. Go to 23andMe. That's 23andMe.com slash Beck. Uh, get your DNA kit. 23andMe.com slash Beck. Join me on this journey this year. 23andMe.com slash Beck. We break for 10 seconds, station ID, and back to the show. Welcome back to the uh, the program. We're glad you're here. By the way, the largest ever collection uh, of breach data has been found. Uh, they have, I mean, it is it is crazy what has happened. Seven hundred and seventy million addresses, passwords, blah blah blah, for sale in one dump. Hmm. Uh, 770 million twice the population of america Incredible. it's everybody's data is at risk um you were talking about the border with the with the mom a yeah, moment yeah. ago yeah. who was uh had her son killed by an illegal immigrant that had four attempts four possibilities to be 
this situation to be corrected before it yes. happened. Yes. Right. I mean, you know, could have been deported. And we're never going to get a border wall. That's kind of been the way we've been worried about this forever. I don't know how this is going to turn out. But Republicans claim to be fighting for it. And is that even true? No. Remember, Republicans had control of the entire government and could have done something about this a long time ago. Why now? Um, and Noah Rothman for NBC News actually did a report of the Republican Party was never united in support behind the border wall. Uh, less than a month after Trump took the oath of office, Republicans were already backing away from the prospect of a border wall. Yep. Quote, I don't think we're just going to be able to solve border security with a physical barrier because people can come under, around it, and through it. Is that Nancy Pelosi? No. Texas Senator John Cornyn said that to reporters in February of 2017. If you only build a wall, only a wall without using technology, individuals, drones, observations, you're not going to secure the border. That was uh, the late John McCain. The border was uh, uh, the border wall is probably not a smart investment, said Lindsey Graham. Now, this is a guy who's out there now saying, oh, emergency powers. Yeah, do it. And where, where was he when he had a, a chance to do something about it? He's they, they think he's going to run. Uh, they, they think that he's uh, uh, thinking about running for higher office. Lindsey? Yeah. He's you haven't been- heard that? I mean, he's he obviously ran in 2016, right? What, what yeah, office are we talking about? No, he, that president. Okay, you know, 2024 that he's going to go back again, and and uh, he's he's thrilled with his newfound uh, fame. Yeah, April 2017, Wall Street Journal surveyed border state lawmakers from both parties and found that quote not a single member of the House or Senate representing the region expressed support for the funding request. This is a request for spending, including a part of the wall. They did note that Ted Cruz backs the overall idea for a wall, but uh, did not commit to uh, Trump's specific request. A few months later, USA Today polled all 534 lawmakers in both the House and the Senate and found that just 69 of 292 Republicans, one quarter of the GOP conference, supported Trump's request for $1.6 billion to begin wall construction. Mm. By Labor Day, the GOP's strategy to keep the government open and pass tax reform meant pushing the border security debate again into the next year. "Quote: We have to deal with the uh, we have to deal with Harvey. We have to deal with the debt ceiling. We have to deal with continuing resolution, which will be about three month continuing resolution." Then Majority Lever, uh, Leader Kevin McCarthy uh, said in 2017, "Then uh, we'll be able to deal with the wall a little later in the year." In January 2018, amid a Democratic uh, inaugurated government shutdown over the status of DACA. Uh, it, uh, it was the GOP who put funding for the wall on the back burner. A border wall was, quote, just one of the three legs of this three-legged school, said Re- Rep- Representative Mark Meadows. Democrats eventually relented, and, and in February 2018, a compromise plan to provide $25 billion, that's full full funding for the wall, while providing a pathway uh, for citizenship for all 1.8 million dreamers. That also failed. Um, we got 54 votes in the Senate. A Trump-backed bill, that include restrictions on family-based chain migration and ended the visa lottery system, received just 39 yes votes. Several months later, a similar uh, measure came before the House. 41 Republicans voted against it. So so, so this is... On and on and on and on and on. This is why I really think that Donald Trump, if he wants to play play and win, um, I think he can appeal to both sides with this... Ted Cruz uh, amendment to the Constitution of term limits. And I've never been, you know, term limits are never going to be passed by Congress, blah, blah, blah. It might, it might right now with Donald Trump, because Donald Trump can use this as an example. Look, none of these people 
You have been saying, I've listened to you. The reason why I'm doing this is because I listened to the people who voted me in. And you say you don't trust anybody anymore. You want security on the border. I'm willing to compromise and say, okay, it's a fence. It's not a wall. I've promised a wall. Okay, it's a fence. They won't even come to the table. And you know what? Why am I even talking about the Democrats? Because the Republicans weren't interested as well. It's time to end this game. It's time to send these people home. Term limits. If it's good enough for the president, it's good enough for Congress. Over 80% of Americans uh, support it, and it's more popular among Republicans than the border wall. That's how popular it is. And he could actually have a real chance of getting this done because it's drained the swamp. And I think people are for that. He should... Please be encouraged to drain the swamp and go for a constitutional amendment. You're listening to Glenn Beck. Relief Factor. Uh, Relief Factor is uh, something that was game-changing for me. Uh, I've got a lot of pain. Everybody has pain. You know, everybody has their their own level and their own problems, uh, and nobody wants to hear people complain about it. Well, that doesn't do me any good. Yeah, it didn't do me any good either, because yeah. I didn't want to hear you complaining about it at all. So yeah, you uh, did so all the time. If you have, if you have really <laughs> bad pain, uh, you know, or just aches and pains, Relief Factor may help you. Seventy percent of the people who try this go on to order month after month, and I take it three times a day. And I'm telling you, it makes a huge difference in my life. Huge difference. Stops inflammation, 100% natural. Please try it for three weeks. Just try it. ReliefFactor.com. ReliefFactor.com. 800-500-8384. Try it for three weeks. If it works, you get your life back. Join Blaze TV. It's BlazeTV.com slash Beck. Uh, use the promo code Beck and save 10 bucks. Louder with Crowder. Premiered last night. Go watch it on demand now. Our thoughts and prayers are with everybody who is in Washington today for the March for Life. Um, I'm sorry that uh, uh, I'm not with you today. I'm, I've got to be there next year. You're um, pro-choice today? I'm, You're not with them? I, see, I'm with them. I'm with you guys at the March for Life. I don't know Glenn, no, what Glenn isn't. I mean, it's, a, it's surprising to hear him admit right. that on the air, that he's pro-choice, <laughs> he's but you heard it. Jerk. You all You're heard such it. a jerk. <laughs> I mean, I just, I mean, even if I'm standing in the crowd, I mean, this is something that we've talked about as a family. We've got to stand for, you know, stop letting other people carry the, uh, the water on this one. We're, we're all going to be, uh, responsible for this one. Even, even if you don't believe in God to history, we're going to be responsible. It's incredibly important. And, uh, you know, this is a country that is, that you've been lied to about what the, this country believes. This country is not a pro choice country when it comes to the lines that we play this on you know you, the democratic position is uh, abortion throughout the pregnancy you should talk about andrew cuomo who won't sign a new budget until every woman is guaranteed an abortion up until the last second of pregnancy well uh it, that the polling on that is 80 to 14 against it 80 to 14 that's what people think about that policy 80 to 14 they oppose it here's, uh, here's what people do believe that look rape and inter- incest life of the mother and in the first three months, yeah, it's a, it's a split. If you take out the first three months, it's basically a 50-50 issue. Mm-hmm. That's your split. Like mm-hmm. whether you should have it in the first three months or not. 
Anything past the first three months is overwhelmingly opposed. The second trimester is a is a 37-point advantage for the pro-life side. 37 points. It's not a close issue. No. In fact, uh, 75% of people, including 61% of self-identified pro-choice people, believe abortion be, should be further restricted than it currently is. So you have some perspective. What Cuomo is suggesting is far more extreme than Donald Trump's position on the wall. Oh, far more. It's not even far close. More, not even That's close. That's just a politically divisive issue. Yeah. I mean, think about this. When it comes to the idea of the democratic position, abortion throughout, uh, throughout all the way to birth, all the way to birth, only 25%, only one quarter of pro-choice voters believe that. Only a quarter of people who say themselves they are pro-choice believe with what the Democratic position is. And as David Harsani pointed out, that's going to include every single candidate that is running for president against Donald Trump. Every one of them will be in the 25% of pro-choice people who say abortion without restriction the entire time. All right. The other divisive issue that we've been dealing with is the border. And people say that, you know, you don't like uh, immigrants and you're xenophobic, etc. Let me talk to Gwen in uh, Michigan. Hello, Gwen. Hi, Glenn. Oh, my gosh. I'm so excited to talk to you. God bless you. God bless everybody that works with you in Blaze TV. Thank you very much. Um, so our situation, um, Glenn, is my family immigrated here in 1912 uh, from Poland. Uh, came through Ellis Island. Name is still on the wall. Um, fast forward. Uh, I meet my now now husband um, from Mexico, and we've been on the journey of the legal process to citizenship. And it was a ten-year journey. Uh, many appointments, many forms, lots of follow-up. Um, and we he just got citizenship this fall, and we we couldn't be more thrilled. Uh, congratulations awesome. congratulations yes. that is awesome. so why did Thank he you. why did he come to america oh I'm, god glenn he was here on vacation <laughs> he was what he was here on vacation oh he met you <laughs> is that what yeah, it is that a crazy yeah it's a crazy story yeah that's a crazy story so yeah so we met and uh he was on a visitor's visa and so we had to, you know, keep things moving and do things right. And so that's what we did, Glenn. And and I just have to give so much credit to President Trump for standing his ground and for all the people. Um, my heart broken for the angel parents, the angel families. Um, there, there's a right way to do this, and there's and there's not a right way to do this. And I, I don't criticize any step of this 10-year journey, um, Glenn, because it proved that we wanted to be here. It proved that we were on the right mission. It proved that we were willing to work and disclose. It proved that we were uh, going to be vetted as to who we are and, our, and not me, but my, the intentions of our marriage, the intentions of being a citizen. I'll tell you, it was one of the happiest days of our life. That's Just awesome. one of the happiest days of our life. I'm thrilled. I'm we thrilled. thrilled to have you here and, uh, and your as, husband as your husband as well. How does he feel Yay! about how does he feel about the uh, the talk about the border? Does he think uh, how does he feel about people who do this illegally? Well, it's interesting because, you know, he's also a small business owner here. And so um, he he understands the strain that the migration through Mexico puts on his country. He understands the strain on the migration into this country and what's put, what, it, what it puts on this country. His family also owns many, many businesses in Mexico. 
don't. He gets he sees the full effect from border to border. So if you look at the border of Mexico to Guatemala up to the border of the U.S. and Mexico, he sees all of it. Mm. He sees all of it. It's a very, 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 very broken system. And I'm not saying let's make it easier. Let's make it harder. Let's know who's in this country. Let's make sure we have we take off these incentives. These incentives are, are, are really detrimental to, to, to the destruction of our country, our economy, our sovereignty, our social fabric, our safety. Gwen, God bless you. I'm glad your family God came here in 1912 and glad your husband is now a U.S. citizen. Thank you so much. God bless. The two parts of that. I'm thrilled that, she, that she's here with her husband and they did it the right way. I would also add that that shouldn't take 10 years. That should no, not be a 10-year process for people like that that are trying to do it the right way. They're going out of their way to make sure they follow the law and respect the country. That should not be a 10-year process. We should make that much easier for people to do the right way. All right, let me switch uh, subjects. Um, uh, I'm a history buff, and I have uh, I've kind of... I kind of just realized that the position I'm in, I, I can talk to newsmakers. I can talk to people. I can talk to legends and they'll talk to me and I can record their journey and I can hear it firsthand. And uh, I've been friends with Pat Boone. Now, if you don't know who Pat Boone is, uh, and I thought I knew who Pat Boone was until I started doing my homework. Pat Boone sold more, uh, had more hits and sold more uh, uh, songs and albums than Elvis in the 1950s. Okay? They were competitors. Mm. He was the clean-cut guy and swivel hips. <laughs> and in 1950, he had one more gold record than Elvis did. That's incredible. Yeah. At the same time, um, he went on uh, to do so so many other things. At 23, he had his own show on ABC, a uh, television show. Uh, it was uh, wildly successful. He has done, uh, I mean, I, I talked to him and said, wait, do you remember when you first met Elvis? Oh, yeah. Do you remember Jerry Lee Lewis? Oh, yeah. The story on Jerry Lee Lewis and the talent and what happened with Jerry Lee Lewis is amazing. So I talked to uh, Pat Boone about his life. In fact, um, here he is on uh, meeting Elvis. You know what? I, I'm going to skip that because I don't think we have time. Um, we did a podcast with him. And if you're a history lover, this is a guy who is unbelievable, has been at the front lines since 1950. Uh, you know, really until today, but he was, you know, big still in the 90s. He had a comeback. Yeah. He's done every genre and charted top 10 in every genre. Did he do heavy metal yeah, in the he 90s? Did. He did. It's crazy. <laughs> yeah. It's absolutely crazy. Um, but I did a podcast with him and I wanted to play this because his wife just passed away uh, just last weekend. This is after you recorded this interview. After we recorded the interview. And I just want to play. I just love that he talks about his wife quite a bit. And I, he mentioned his wife at one point and his eyes welled up. And I said, stop. Don't you listen, Pat Boone, talking about his wife just before she died. You know, I was going to be a school teacher, I thought. My, I, Shirley and I, when we married at 19, I decided this is what I was going to do. Just mentioning Shirley right now. 
but she thought she was marrying school teacher preacher because that's and there was a little little headline in the Nashville Tennessean because we were both known in Nashville for singing she was the daughter of Red Foley the great country singer Hall of Fame can you stop for just a second yeah I love how much you love your wife oh if you knew her well everybody loves Mama Shirley we call her but you know we were childhood sweethearts and um high school sweethearts, and we committed our, the, the headline in the Nashville paper, a little squib, we have it, uh, Singers Wed, Devote Lives to God. This was our goal. And, uh, and, and I thought she was so happy because, you know, she had had enough of show business and country music. Her dad read Foley traveling all the time and a lot of drinking and stuff going yeah. on, and now she's going to be married to a school teacher. <laughs> a sedate, calm life, yeah, and two or three kids in a picket fence and regular schedule and so on. Little did that go off the rails? No, <laughs> how do they go off the rails? Well, it's a fascinating interview. Um, before we went in to stage nineteen to record that, um, he was in the makeup room, and I said, "Pat, how's your wife?" Because she'd been sick for a while, and uh, he said, "She's okay." I'm praying for a miracle, but, you know, it's time. And uh, he said, but I read to her every day. We sit and we talk. And he said, we still have kissing sessions. And uh, he said, we've always loved just kissing each other. And he's one of these guys who had a marriage that started in the 1950s and ended at death do us part, except I don't believe that and neither does he. Um, and it's, there's something to be said, uh, about having a great marriage that you work on and you'll hear it in his, in his story. Um, I tried to do this for the record, uh, Pat Boone talking about the people that he has known, the people he has worked with. I mean, you name them. And he even talked about feeling, uh, having an issue with going on a show and, or is it a movie? movie. Where he had to kiss Shirley Jones. Sir Shirley Jones. In the movie. And I mean, you know, again, we're talking back in the day. The kisses that went on back in the day in movies were not yeah. like kisses like we think of them yeah. today in movies. Right. And he didn't want to do it. Well, he didn't want to do it. He did, actually. Well, he said, yeah. I, dude, I did want to do it. I just wanted to ask my wife first because we hadn't talked about it. Is it okay yeah. in this movie if I kiss somebody? Because it wasn't in the script. And it got blown out of proportion that he was a religious freak. And he said, it wasn't religion. It was respect for my wife. Yeah. It's, it's, it, 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 I, I know this might sound, if you don't know who Papoon is or you're like, oh, well, he's an old fuddy-duddy. It may not sound like an interesting podcast. But Stu. Oh, well, it's fascinating. I mean, fascinating. He, he, his memory is incredible. Nuts. He remembers details about every one of these things. And it's all the biggest, you know, stars. That it's like everybody. Been, but it's I, like, yeah. I could bring up literally anyone. <laughs> and he was like, oh, yeah. Yeah, I knew him and we worked together on this. And I mean, it's incredible. It's incredible. Uh, this podcast airs tomorrow, uh, so grab release it. Tomorrow, yeah, yeah, release tomorrow. You can you can grab it uh, wherever you grab your podcasts. Uh, but it's uh, from Stage Nineteen Glenn Beck podcast. Pat Boone. It is definitely worth the listen, and uh, and we pray for Pat and his and his family. 
uh, this this time. All right, let me uh, break and give you a quick uh, look at uh, Simply Safe. About half of Americans make a New Year's resolution every year. Um, and, uh, you know, some of them are worth it, some of them aren't. Here's one that you will not regret. Save yourself a buttload of money by stopping uh, your security stuff with, you know, ADT or whatever it is, um, because they're charging you too much, I believe. I, I can say this from personal experience. You're paying too much. You're, you're paying for the security system a thousand times over. And yeah, uh, they give it to you for free, then double the monthly monitoring. And you're like, yeah. oh, you're uh, getting this for free. You're not getting it for free. You're paying for it every month. Oh, forever. and you're, you're paying so much more yeah. than it's worth. Mm-hmm. Uh, 24-7 professional monitoring with Simply Safe is only $14.99. Uh, you can cancel at any time. There's no contracts. You own the system. You pay for it one time. It's unbelievably inexpensive. I mean, you think of security for your home and you're like, oh, it's got to be a lot. Uh, no, you've been overcharged. Uh, and it's really sickening the way this industry is. Simply Safe is breaking all the rules and doing it right. SimplySafeBeck.com. Save 10% off your system now at SimplySafeBeck.com. What are the Democrats pushing uh, yeah. with uh, Lindsey Graham? Yeah. Uh, you know, they came out a couple of days ago and said on MSNBC, you know, maybe somebody has something on uh, Lindsey Graham. Maybe that's why he's so pro-Trump. Yeah, they seem to be insinuating that he may be gay no. and he would be outed by the president if he if he fights against him. I mean, look, that's who just, cares? First of all, who cares? Second of all, uh, you know, why is this It's suddenly an accusation from yeah. the left? Like whenever yeah. whenever it serves them, they'll absolutely use gays to try to attack the other side. It's unbelievable. This is a representative Ilan Omar talking about how Lindsey Graham may be compromised. Listen, Listen to this. So over the last three years, um, we have seen many times where uh, Senator uh, Lindsey Graham has told us how dangerous this president could be if he was given the opportunity to be in the White House. And all of a sudden, he's made um, not only a, a 180 turnaround, but a 360 turnaround. And so I am pretty sure uh, that there is something happening um, with him, whether it is... Um, uh, stop, stop, you know, uh, stop. Uh, is conspiracy theorist? Hmm. Is CNN going to stop and say, this is a conspiracy theory? Do you have anything to back that up? Well, other she than did pretty say, sure? Yeah, she said she was pretty sure. Yeah, and so. uh, also, is anyone going to ask this... Deeply religious woman who's wearing the uh, the head veil about how she feels about homosexuality, mm. or do we just save that mm. for Christians mm. and Republicans? Mm. You're listening to 